0: Husband and wife team Chris Dukes and novelist Eleanor, or Ellie Tom, have collaborated in the past, but this project is completely different to anything they've ever done before. It came about as the result of seeing a way of turning a single, large sheet of paper, cut, and folded into a unique booklet, as Ellie explained.
1: It started when we took our son to a workshop at Out of the Blue in Leith, and the printers were running a kids' workshop, using these zines so it's a piece of paper and it's folded and cut in a particular way so that one sheet of paper turns into a kind of mini book and I'd never seen that before and our son was sat there doing comics and Chris and I had a chat and I think it just dawned on us that it would make a quite nice format for doing some short stories for this project.
0: Chris short stories they are very short because you only have A very limited amount of space. So that must impose really quite a a strong limit to your imaginations.
2: The concept that we thought about was that there were five breaths and it really helped to think of them as these exhalations. The A6 form changes how much legible text goes on each line as well. We had written them on conventional A4 sheets of paper in Word, but when we truncated them down onto this format, they they read completely differently, so we had to even edit and maybe change the odd bit of structure. I really love the format. Uh, There's something quite tidy and relaxing about it.
0: Ellie, this must have been a particular challenge for you, because you are primarily a novelist. You're used to the long form.
1: Yeah, I'm used to um, writing about the same thing for years and really being able to stretch out a narrative. So it was difficult, but I quite liked the challenge of it. Chris initially suggested they should be exactly 150 words each Which I wasn't so keen on. I thought it would. um, I didn't want to remove a word or put a word in just for the sake of it. So we kind of agreed in the end on a 140 to 160 words and went with that. But we also agreed that they should all have a beginning and a middle and an end and have quite a complete structure to them. And I'm glad that we did that because I think it's added to it. I mean, what I haven't done is written just a character study or something like that, which I could have done. It's quite satisfying when you get a complete tale, and obviously it leaves something to the imagination as well when you have such a short story, but I like that about them as well.
0: Okay, let's hear an example of what you have written for this project.
1: History. She didn't change a thing for months, his shirts hanging, his stick still leaning by the door. It was a while till she noticed how much space he'd filled with his loud voice and dark clouds. Life had been up and down. Now it was smooth. The wallpaper was there when they moved into King's Road. One night she saw a loose corner. She peeled generations of paper till she felt the cool plaster. Cracks? No, tracks. She got a boy in and they stripped triangles away like a giant scratch card, revealing a mural. Local press came. Probably a child's room, they said, with a window looking out over the pleasure grounds. Nothing but car showrooms now. The public would want to see the mural. She'd open her front room and people could photograph her, Lorna, sat in the chair that was once his, with the painted roller coaster flying round her head.
0: For Chris, the whole process has been cathartic, helping him get over a period of ill health. Although not born here, he's had a connection with Edinburgh for a long time, and when the couple returned two years ago, he was keen to put down new routes.
2: It was a way of re-engaging with Edinburgh after a long absence of not being here. There are a couple of stories in it that are slightly um, uh, sarcastic but dark, so there's one about a euthanasia coaster, um, which is a a real idea, another artist's idea. I was thinking of the, the, the roller coaster that was in Portobello,
0: making it a bit more conceptual. But the one you've chosen to read for us is is very different to that.
2: Yeah, I grew up by the coast myself, so I'm from a town called Redcar. Well, I'm actually from a nearby town to Redcar. But Redcar is um, it's not unlike Portobello in some sense. It's got a similar kind of demographic. And we had donkeys on the beach. Even back then, I felt a bit sorry for them when we didn't really question whether donkeys should be you know, giving people rides on the beach. If you Google donkey, the first thing that comes up is cruelty. And I don't know what it is about donkeys and that invite this kind of cruel attitude, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to do, right? Something about how the ghost of a donkey would exact revenge on its owner. All right, let's listen to that. Donkey. Shaving, he noticed coarse hair and blood had collected in the bathroom sink, but when he looked, he hadn't cut himself. On the second day, his ears ached as if he might hear a baby crying 50 miles away. On the third day, slumped in his armchair, vaping some sticky substance, the steam took on the form of the one he hurt. There seemed to be two potholes in the mist where eyes would be then two treetops for ears. It takes a long time to wear down a bastard. Donkey had the advantage of eternity. The visions intensified. He woke one day with a shell in his hand and grip from the beach blowing across the floor. Bending to sweep, shame set in. In winter he was found dead, curled up. With his mouth full of sand. Thanks for that, Chris. Now, how is this booklet going to be launched? We're reading the stories at Beach Lane Social Club in Portobello. They're going to be read in one go. The writer and critic Leslie McDowell is chairing the event and after we've read them, we're going to talk about our very different methods of writing them and maybe what the future holds for this technique, and we might develop some more of them. I'd like to make
0: a 100, and we take it to a publisher, possibly. Ellie, let's look at the the range of uh, short stories you've done. Where, Where, in fact, did you get your inspiration from?
1: I've always been really interested in the passing of time ever since I was a little girl. So I grew up in an Edwardian house and it was built on a Victorian rubbish tip. And so every so often when we were in the garden or when men came up to, you know, digging the the streets, we would find old pots very close to the surface and there'd be old medicine bottles drinks bottles and they were the kinds of things that would have been made in Portobello in the potteries and we often kept these in our living room just on a shelf and I liked looking at them and I think it started off a whole fascination with that period in history that's just slipped away from kind of living memory but is still there if you search for it so there's a story in this that's taken very directly from that experience of finding old pottery just under the ground and peeling old wallpaper off your walls and things like that.
0: And that is reflected in the fact that you actually went and developed a career looking at the past, at people's past.
1: I did, yeah. I started very much with my own family. So my first novel is about my mother's travelling family. They were Scottish travellers. Not very long ago, um, they settled in the 1920s in Elgin, and I've also gone on to research other branches of family history and cultures that have have fed into that. Because of the kind of writing that I do, I've got access to a lot of um, online archives of newspapers, so I did go and look at lots of articles about Portobello from around about the period when the marine gardens opened And there are also a good number of these stories came from short articles in the local paper.
0: The two are determined that this should be the start of something bigger, one which encourages communities around Scotland to look at their own past, to write their own short stories and to be published in the same format. They plan to run workshops to inspire others to develop their own writing creativity.